Hi guys, it's Kelsey Dickerson. We are so excited for our very first town talk with yours truly. Um, Now, I know that this is a little bit different from what we've been doing, but we are so excited to really hit on the hard-hitting news and different things that are going on around the world and, of course, right here in your backyard in Arizona. So without further ado, the first story that we want to get to today is all about how people are saying that Joe Biden should not run for president because of an alleged um, inappropriate touching at a fundraiser in 2009. So a 43-year-old woman told the Hartford Current that when Joe Biden was vice president, he put his hand around her neck and pulled her in to rub noses. She says he had she didn't report it at the time because he was the vice president and she was a nobody. So basically, this kind of opens up the whole talk about the Me Too movement and all of that and talking about when women have been empowered to kind of come out and give their different experiences, especially as it related to Hollywood and different producers and directors. Um, So that was definitely eye-opening for a lot of people. You know, we all know that this has been going on for a long time and that a lot of people in power really get away with this kind of stuff. But, um, I don't know. I guess we just kind of want to get your thoughts on if someone touching your nose, 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 I guess like an Eskimo kiss is too inappropriate. Um, So according to Lucy Flores, she says that it definitely is. Um, And then we are moving right along to something that affects everybody, no matter where you're at, and that's global warming. So a government report finds that our neighbors to the north in Canada, uh, they are warming at twice the global rate. So the report commissioned by the Environment and Climate Change Department was leaked, then released on Monday. The report found that Canada is experiencing increases in precipitation, extreme fire weather, water supply shortages, and a heightened risk of coastal flooding twice as fast as anywhere else in the world. Now, what does this mean for for you and me? Well, if you love polar bears and if you love the animals that are up there, you can probably say goodbye to them. And if you have any Canadian neighbors, you can say goodbye to them as well. This might help us, though. You know, uh, if you don't like those snowbirds coming down here and causing lots of traffic, then that might help you because they might not be around in in a few short years due to the coastal flooding. So that's always good news. Bye, snowbirds. Ah, just kidding. We love our Canadians and we're just kidding with this podcast. Happy April Fools, everybody. Don't worry. We're going to get to the spooky. We're going to get to the spooky. No, no problem, you guys. Don't you worry about it. All right. We love you, scaredy cats. (laughs) Happy April Fools Day. Welcome to Scared Cast, everybody. Happy April Fool's Day. Sorry if we actually scared you with that. Because, you know, we're Scared Cast and we talk about scary stuff. And it's April Fool's Day. We thought we'd try to give you a scare by making you think we were changing the show. But we're not. So, happy April Fool's. Uh, unless you were kind of like, hey, maybe I don't want to listen to scary stuff anymore. I kind of want to listen to Kelsey talk about the world in our town. Then... 
well, let us know. Maybe we'll do that podcast. I don't, hey, hey, we're here. We're going to talk about some scary stuff. It's just me this week. Uh, you know, we live crazy lives sometimes. Sometimes we can't get everybody together to do the podcast. Sometimes we can't. But we'll all be back together uh, for next week's episode. Uh, for this week, it's just me solo. I'm just going to... Uh, I got a few news bits that I thought needed to be talked about immediately because the world is wild, y'all. Uh, before I do, remember to follow us on Twitter at the ScaredyCast and on Facebook and Instagram at ScaredyCast. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ScaredyCast. We're going to be putting up some bonus episode podcast stuff there soon. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RandomVillain. And be sure to follow that jokester town talk with kelsey d you can follow her on twitter as well at kelsey lee underscore d you got it so let's uh dive into the news here we got some weird stuff uh we got a creep of the week and then two other i wouldn't say they're creepy but they're interesting people that's for sure uh, so, Creep of the Week, here we go. They will be dead soon enough. Are you scared? The headline itself reaches out to you, and the headline is just simply, Texas butthole tickling bandit has been caught. Um, I think we talked about this before. Like, a guy's just breaking into people's apartments and, like, touching their butts. Um, the butt bandit, maybe? Is that what we called him? I don't remember. Um, but anyways, he has been identified and caught by police. Um, he was eluding capture for weeks on end and people in the area were having a tough time sleeping at night because they're afraid again, their buttholes tickled. Um, but he's been caught. That's all the info they give us. This wasn't much information. Thanks a lot. But Hey, rest easy out there, Texas, your buttholes are safe. For now, until another butthole bandit comes along in your deep doo-doo. Uh, hey, if you guys ever want to go on a vacation to the Bahamas, most of us will take a plane. Pretty much, I'd say like 90% of us take a plane. Maybe 10% take a cruise ship. Well, this dude, he's like, I can't afford a plane. I can't afford a cruise ship. So I have this giant inflatable hamster ball. I'll take that. Um, as always, of course, when things like this come along, it's a Florida man. He, a Florida man was rescued by the Coast Guard for trying to ride his hamster ball all the way to the Bahamas. He was heading to the Bermuda Triangle, which is definitely not a good idea, dude. You What it like? Mm, don't go there even if you do have proper travel vehicles. Uh Coast Guard said uh, this proposed adventure unnecessarily risked the lives of Mr. Balucci, which is the man in the ball, uh, the maritime public, and the Coast Guard men and women. It wound up costing $144,000 to go out there and rescue this guy, which is kind of weird because it's like it's just a dude in a hamster ball. Like you just need like a boat and two dudes, right? Like how hard could it be to go rescue that guy? Anyways, um, this dude uh, apparently has a history. Um, yeah. 
Where is it at? Hang on. Bear with me, people. I'm solo this week. <laughs> it's a little shaky right now. Um. Oh, he's just taking the same contraption out on water before and had to be rescued again. Doesn't say where he was heading last time. Anyways, he could face up to seven years in prison and a $40,000 fine. Really? Like, isn't that a little much? Seven year? I mean, like, what are you in for? I tried to take an inflatable hamster ball to the Bahamas. What about you? Well, I murdered somebody. What? I mean, just just give the guy his ball back. <laughs> Let him go somewhere. Dude, like, like, why even rescue this guy? Like, if he's in his ball and he wants to go to the Bahamas in his ball, let him go. If he gets killed or hurt or something, that's on him. And I'm sure he knew that going out there. Like, why? Just let him go. Just let him go. Anyways, moving on. Um, I've worked in fast food before. And I know that customers can be a little crazy. People get a little nuts about their fast food. And to me, it's always like, listen, if you wanted quality, you wouldn't be getting fast food. You would be at a nice restaurant or at home cooking. Um, well, a lady who was working at Arby's, she's uh, the manager at an Arby's in Oklahoma. Uh, a customer came in and, uh, well, here's what happened. So the customer came through the drive-thru and he was very angry because he received the wrong drink. Now, right away, that's like the least of everything that could go wrong at a drive-thru. You got the wrong, so you got a Pepsi instead of a Dr. Pepper, okay? Like, who cares? Just go on with your life. Is your food fine? Fine. You have a beverage, you're good. He gets angry at the drive-thru window. Because of his wrong drink, he began to yell at the manager and spit on her. And then he drove off. He also promised that he was going to come back and hurt her. All because he got the wrong drink. Well, this Arby's lady, that's it. This was her breaking point. She barged out of the restaurant, got into her car, and began to follow him out of the parking lot. But she was then pulled over by police. Um, she told the officer what happened. He took a report, and she went back to work. About an hour later, the guy came back to the Arby's as he said he would. He began to circle the parking lot, and the manager saw him and ran outside. She got in her car, followed him down the street, got her gun, and began shooting at him. Um, and what do you do after that? What do you do after you're a manager at Arby's, you give a guy the wrong drink, he starts yelling at you and spitting on you, you have decided to chase him down and shoot him. She went back to work. She turned around, went back to Arby's, and finished her shift at Arby's. Uh, wow. That is some hardcore dedication. I mean, listen, like, if you're a customer, I get, you know, fast food can be a complicated thing. But don't spit on somebody and don't be an asshole, okay? Just tell them what you got wrong and they'll fix it. Okay, it's not like they're not going to fix it. They'll fix it. Okay? And if you're a fast food worker and customers are kind of crazy, don't go shoot them. 
I mean, I'm, I know they deserve it, but we all just got to chill out. Everybody really needs to cool it in this whole situation. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, she went back to work after murdering a man and finished her shift. Um, you know, police found the, a dead guy in a car. They found a bunch of surveillance tapes. They tracked everything back to the Arby's, and there she was. So she uh, she's arrested for shooting and killing a man. Whew. All right. Now, this isn't really... I mean... All right, yeah, I guess it is ghost news in a way, because it is kind of paranormally. And we've mentioned this before on an older episode, but it's brought up again. It's back. So let's hit it with some paranormal news. We all... Uh, discussed this a long time ago on an earlier episode, but we're bringing it back because it's back in the news again. The dog suicide bridge in Scotland. Um, it's been, it's still happening. It's happening again that people, there's a bridge in Scotland and people are just walking along, minding their own business. And it's just like this lady says in the most recently, uh, she says something overcame my dog. As soon as we approached the bridge at first, she froze and then she became possessed by a strange energy and just ran and jumped off the bridge. And this has been happening. Um, hundreds of people actually have insist they've, that they themselves have suddenly become compelled to just throw themselves off this bridge since the 1950s this has been happening and many you know a lot of people and pets especially pets they're dead like they die because it's a big bridge and there's a bunch of rocks below um it's just the the bridge itself is centuries old and it's a 50 foot long gorge and everybody just calls it the dog suicide bridge so i mean it's still there and I mean, the thing is, too, is like, I understand a lot of people don't believe in this kind of stuff. But if people are in the town are saying, no, that's the dog suicide bridge and newspapers and everybody's reporting. Yeah, you take your dog up there. They're going to try to jump off that bridge. Then don't take your dog to that bridge. They like, don't. Um, You know. Nobody knows why they're doing it. Nobody knows what's causing it, but it's happening. So. Leave it. Don't go near that bridge with your dogs. All right. Um, we're going to move on to one last story. We're going to wrap this up. It's a short episode, but like I said, y'all, it's was been a crazy week. That's why this one even went out late on a Monday. Like it was April Fool's Day and we were trying to figure out what to do. And we just came down to it came down to our weird little prank on y'all. Hope you appreciate it. If you're mad at us for doing it. Well, Sorry. Uh, this last one is freaking terrifying because it has to do with a video baby monitor. And whenever I had my babies, I also had the video baby monitor because it's easy because if you had the audio monitor, you hear a noise, you got to go check on them. But with the video one, you can just look down and see, oh, they're just rolling over in their sleep. They're fine. Or they're just playing with a toy. So you don't go in there and disturb the peace because parents, you all know, how hard it is to get things peaceful in that room when it's time for bed. And 
when I had this video baby monitor, I would always think to myself, oh my God, what would I do if I saw like a ghost or something in there? Because it's already scary enough because it's night vision-y and the baby's eyes glow and it's nuts. Well, guess what happened to this couple in Michigan? They saw a ghost on their baby video monitor and they have the video online to prove it and it's terrifying. Um... The family says it's almost like she, the baby, sees something that we don't. Um, they've uh, caught on the couple's nanny cam a few weeks ago. It appears to be like something walks in front of the crib. Like it looks like a ghost walking in front of the crib. Um, the mom says that she stopped what she was doing, ran upstairs, and grabbed her out of the crib. Uh they also say that this so-called ghost has even scratched their daughter and attacked her. Why are you guys still there? <laughs> Get out of there. Uh, she says that she, uh, the mom herself has even woken up one morning and felt like somebody's hands were around her neck. That's when it's time to leave. Um, they had an investigator come to the house, a paranormal investigator, and they say that it might be someone who lived in this house before. They said that the gentleman that lived in the house originally actually committed suicide by jumping out the window. Um, they don't know why the ghost is targeting the baby or them. Uh, it's just... It's there. And it's a ghost. And it's freaky. The video itself is up online. If you guys just Google search, like... Michigan couple baby monitor ghosts, something like that. You're going to find it. We're, I'll put the link up on our Facebook page and everything too. I think it might already be there. Um, yeah, dude, it's terrifying. Don't watch it if you don't like ghost stuff. <laughs> like, if you like ghost stuff, then it's why you're listening to this podcast. And if you don't like ghost stuff, you wouldn't be listening to it. You know what I mean? Just if you get scared easily, don't watch it. I get scared easily, and I don't, I don't like to watch stuff like that. Anyways, y'all, that's Scaredy Cats for this week. Uh, we want to thank our man Skinwalker Beats for the new intro music he provided us. Make sure you guys seek him out on SoundCloud and stuff. We will be back next week, me and Kelsey both, covering all the weird and dumb news out there. Until next time, good night.